0: back to episode 52 of Untucked Shorts. I'm your host Felix Vogel and this is my podcast, D, aka my dad Mark Vogel.
1: Hey Felix, hey everybody. Good to be back on the last podcast of this NBA season.
0: Yep, well you know all I all we need to really say is I owe Mark five dollars. The
1: NBA finals ended last night in a Denver Nuggets victory Bringing them to a four-one series finish, and they are the new NBA champions. And I did indeed win a bet with you, Felix Vogel.
0: This is pretty embarrassing, uh, not only for the whole Miami organization and most of uh, Southern Florida's basketball fans, but mostly for me because of the confidence I put in you guys. There's just some general things that went wrong in Miami. I mean, the first first thing you could point at. If you're trying to divert the blame from playing bad, is you could say that Gabe Vincent did roll his ankle in game two and was unable to play game three at in Miami, uh, which led to Miami dropping one at home, which was crucial for the series. But you and know a real
1: turning point because the he had gone to Denver and split the first two games, stole one in the Mile High City. So if they could have held on to the couple of home court wins there, they really had a shot at extending the series and i know i talked to you and a bunch of your friends when the series was tied 1-1 before that game 3 and there was high confidence that miami would get it done at home but maybe because of that ankle or some other reasons they uh they didn't get it done
0: yeah i mean props to denver though after michael malone yet again calling out his team after game 2 i mean for fans of only our podcast who don't know too much about the nba michael malone the coach of the denver nuggets is usually pretty critical and no other coaches traditionally call out mid-series how bad their team's playing and Michael Malone let Twitter and the league know how he was bad
1: not happy with their performance not... even though they won the first game he felt they they underplayed but to their potential after
0: that uh Jamal Murray just came out didn't turn back dad you said he was Denver's x-factor he definitely delivered averaging almost as much as Jokic Michael Porter Jr. he was pretty gritty he was clutch in game five and he had a lot to do with the overall victory, but yeah, I think the Nuggets—you know—they were a one seed.
1: If I was wearing a hat, I would take my hat off to them. They played well the whole season long. They had the best record in the NBA. They had the number one seed. They made short work of everybody in the playoffs. They were an unstoppable force. And what's almost curious is that I don't—they almost went under the radar. I think there was most of the conversation in the NBA this season was about, you know. Kyrie leaving midseason to go to Dallas and Durant going to Denver. And would the Warriors keep it together? And I mean, could LeBron somehow get through and Tatum and the Celtics? Could they get back? So, so many storylines. And it was kind of like, oh, yeah. And there's also this juggernaut of a team in Denver I, I that hate, is just rolling. I hate
0: to be doing this, but Denver kind of looked a lot like the Spurs in the mid-2000s with Tim Duncan. Now, I don't like to give props to Tim Duncan and the Spurs, which I am sort of doing now by calling out a championship team looking like them, but they flew under the radar. They didn't make too many big headlines. And Don't have
1: a lot of flashy players.
0: And in the end, they kind of got it done.
1: They look like they might be built to last. They're bringing back their core, Murray, Porter, and Jokic. And I'm not sure of all the contract situations, but it seems like Aaron Gordon and KCP are probably pretty happy there. So... They got a good thing going. Um, these guys are in their prime. They figured out how to win they're in the postseason. They're
0: favored for next year. I don't know why the Athletics are already focusing on that, but they are statistically favored for next year's championship.
1: I will say these finals were enjoyable, but if I think back to last year, obviously the Warriors being the finals is just something of a completely different nature that we're always going to love. But two years ago, seeing Giannis go for that, 50 that points in good. that final game. That's something I remember so clearly. I didn't feel like this series had any of those kind of electric firework kind of moments.
0: One thing, my highlight of the series actually was when um the series was fully over and Nuggets won. Jokic was picked up. I'm not sure if it was his brother, <laughs> probably his brother, this massive, just Serbian man, taller than Jokic, stronger than Jokic, bigger than Jokic, just, picked up Jokic like he was a little puppy and like <laughs> held him and around.
1: carrying him around the which court Which just, in that, celebration. Was, that was
0: definitely my highlight. Maybe one well, of my Well, that tells you plays. something.
1: If the spiciest play for you occurs after the game.
0: I think the highlight of game five was just Jimmy Butler came alive a little too late.
1: Yeah, he waited not just to the fourth quarter, but to the last five minutes of the fourth quarter to really warm up. And he did score 12 or 13 in a row, in, in in a row, was the the only guy who could get the ball in the hoop for the Heat, but it was a little too little, too late.
0: After Jimmy Butler had just hit two three pointers in a row, um, he got it in the corner, contested by Aaron Gordon, and he shot it, kicked his leg out, which is illegal, and the refs called a foul. Now, um, the Denver, it was right in front of the Denver Nuggets bench, and so all the coaches who knew all about this stuff was like, they immediately motioned to challenge the play. So the play was challenged and almost everyone could see that it was not a foul. Jimmy Butler should not be going to the line. But I think Adam Silver made a call and he's like, hey, we don't want the Nuggets to win in five. We want this series to be interesting.
1: But as has happens at all levels in basketball, you gotta beat the opposite team. You gotta beat the refs. Sometimes you gotta beat the NBA commissioner. (laughs) Nuggets got it done. And that means the season, the NBA's seventy-sixth season, is now complete.
0: Now you said beat the commissioner. In a 1v1, who do you think would win? Caleb Martin or Adam Silver?
1: um good question just a random thought that popped up. i really I, i'm gonna hand it to the professional basketball player against the professional basketball administrator i think
0: his shiny head would just be so distracting he's also pretty tall have you seen him like stand next to you know
1: felix i'm reviewing our pre-podcast notes here and i see we talked about the nuggets jamal murray I don't see a discussion of caleb martin versus adam silver on here so
0: but i feel like he's tall he could get a steal he maybe could throw it down.
1: Is this what our fans are really tuning in for? Speculative.
0: Okay. okay. Just, analysis. Just a, just a of, thought.
1: All right. If you're an Adam Silver fan, if you've seen him hoop it up,
0: did Gosh. I ever tell you that I
1: know somebody who went on a date with him?
0: Yes, you did. Hmm.
1: Have I said that like a lot on this podcast before?
0: Not on this times. podcast, but to me. Huh. All right. Well, that wraps out season seventy-six. You know, just to mention my spiciest play of the series. I think you told us
1: you, it was about. It was Jokic getting a bear hug from another Serbian bear.
0: Okay, well, I think a species? Serbian grizzly bear, but uh it was definitely MPJ, Michael Porter Michael Porter Jr. He got a fast break, do you remember this play? And he yes. went like not through the legs, behind the back through the legs through two defenders and lead it up and that kind of was the dagger in my opinion.
1: Which is impressive for anybody, especially a guy who is 6 foot 10. Do we want to pause here and take a little break before sharing some parting thoughts at the conclusion of this NBA season, or should we just roll right into it?
0: I think a break could be necessary right here.
1: Okay, you heard it here. Necessary break coming up. We'll talk to you in a minute. Welcome back to episode 53 of Untucked Shorts, our last episode of this NBA season. But In case you were wondering, yes, we will be doing a few more pods this summer, talking about the draft that's coming up. I'm sure there'll be some trades, free agency, lots of big questions there around the league and certainly for the Warriors. French
0: Open just ended. Could be a spinoff.
1: And I should say that we are going to save our thoughts about the Warriors next season for another time. But we'll take a couple minutes here just as we wrap it up to reflect on this NBA season. And Felix, I know you've been... Thinking about the league as a whole and some big changes this year. Um, Was it a fun year for the league? Fun games? I think it was a
0: fun year. I think they changed this uh, year to be a lot more commercial. They added a lot more, like a lot less restrictions on traveling. So more points could be scored. They wanted to make this more of an industry, less of an actual sport, which I kind of don't appreciate. For example, they didn't call travels. They moved it up. Mm -hmm. So you're allowed to take two and a half steps. Mm -hmm. Now you can take three and a half. So steps. why
1: why is that changing it from a sport to an industry?
0: Well, it's like a lot more points are allowed to be scored. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense is just not as it's a lot harder to defend.
1: So it's about a more, lot more highlights, highlights.
0: yeah, which is maybe
1: a little more interesting to the casual fan than the yeah. diehard fan who really appreciates watching a good zone defense. I mean, yeah. nothing I like more than box one than just seeing a really physical interior game. Now, lots of fouls and like a good like 87 to 79 score. Like that's a good. I'm
0: I'm actually going to go back to the 60s. I'm thinking like 56 <laughs> to 72. That's what I really like to see. No. Um
1: some good AAU middle school basketball, yeah. <laughs> some good like 36-31 thrillers.
0: Okay. Um No, there were a lot of there, it
1: was a really high scoring. I think I think we actually could could look at the data and see that scoring was up this year. It was not a, not good if you couldn't get 100 points on the board. Tough to win.
0: There was serious talk of a four-point line next season. Like, they're just trying to. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyways, another thing that they added to the league this year was the take foul, which was if you got a fast break and you fouled someone from behind, instead of the play stopping and them having to take it out of bounds and stopping a clear, easy dunk, the person who's fouled gets the shot in the ball. It's like a technical. I actually really, really like this. The foul from the back was totally a hack.
1: Completely. Desperation. It, it punishes somebody who does a great, gets a steal.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, doesn't or, let
0: them get their reward. Right.
1: Exactly. So I guess I, for the second time in our podcast, props to Adam Silver for leading the league through some positive rule changes. The game was more fun. Yeah. I think we're going to have to leave it there. We've got more Untucked Shorts coming at you a lot next season. To talk about. And some highlights. If there's news this summer, you'll hear about it here.
0: Well, thank you for tuning in to all twenty episodes this season of Untucked Shorts, an all-time season episode high. We'll sure to bring just as much or more, probably more, next season. We'll see you over the break.
1: That's it for us and Untucked Shorts. Shorts.